Check out the latest from the WYXR Podcast Network. Just Bluffin' is a Memphis-centric podcast from Campfire Collective, featuring interviews with Memphis community leaders and more. Welcome to Music and Medicine. My name is Jacques Osmo, and music is my life. In this show, we will discuss the newest research on the intersection of music and medicine from scientific, musical, and historical perspectives. And most importantly, I hope that what you hear in this program will help you identify how to use music to make your own life healthier and happier. It is a great pleasure to have with us today Dr. Jonathan Finder. Dr. Finder is a professor of pediatrics at University of Tennessee Health Science Center and a member of the Division of Pediatric Pulmonology at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital. In his spare time, he is a musician with many ties to the Memphis community. Dr. Finder, welcome. Thank you very much. This program focuses on the uses of music and sound in healing and medicine. Music and medicine have been associated with one another since the beginning of the recorded time. Can you tell us what is your take on that? Well, I think there's a lot of commonality between playing music and being a doctor. And I'll show you how I feel about that. Um, I am a pediatric pulmonologist, which means I am a subspecialist. I'm also a banjo player. And um, I love playing with music with others. And um, I also love the collaboration with others that uh, takes place uh, in my work at Le Bonheur Children's and at St. Jude Children's. And so we have um, the idea of, of playing bluegrass, which is really a, an improvisational style of music, where you are playing in, with other musicians who might be playing other, other instruments, mandolin, guitar, violin, um, et cetera. Uh, it's similar, the interplay between one, between the other musicians and the respect for the music that you're playing is very similar to the interplay among sub-specialists and the respect for the patient. And so there's a lot of commonality, common threads between uh, music and medicine, especially the kind of music I, I like to play. That is excellent. Now, you mentioned improvisation. What type of skills, also in relation to the, the, the patient's interaction with their surrounding, and in terms of any of our interaction with, with our surrounding, do you think that musical improvisation affects and develops? Well, uh, certainly um, the, the classic improvisational music forms, which are jazz and bluegrass and folk music, where there's you're not really um, playing sheet music so much as a set of, of chords and a progression to a, a tune that's known. It's very similar to how we do medicine. When I walk into a room, I might, I might know the age of the patient and why they're there, a chief complaint, but I know little else besides that. And so I will have a, uh, I have to improvise. And there's a lot of improvising. Mm -hmm. At the same time, one needs, needs to come across as professional and prepared. And so one could argue that the rehearsal one does, the practice to get your, you know, your, 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 your as I say, to have good, good clean picking and you have good, good chops, as we like to say. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot to be said for practice. And so that I can walk in after I've been a pediatric pulmonologist for, well, you know, past 30 years now. And um, I certainly feel comfortable walking into any room as I walk and feel pretty comfortable in any 
in musical improvisation where I'm playing with others, I don't feel nervous about it. I walk in feeling comfortable and, and feeling happy about it. But I, I remember those days when I was, you know, new as a banjo player and, and a little mm -hmm. nervous about playing with others. And I remember the days as a young doctor where I was nervous with, you know, walking into the room with a patient. But now it's sort of second nature for me, both of these things. So you have your set of tools, but then past that, it's open field. Right. They said. And, and things can change. I mean, you could argue that um, the, the, the conversation can change in the, in the exam room where someone Maybe they're more worried about something that you weren't expecting. Um, it's sort of when someone says, okay, well, let's change the tune or let's change to a minor key. Uh, mm -hmm. So um, you, have to be able, you have to be willing to, to shift and to, to change directions. This is our guest today, Dr. Jonathan Finder, performing Long Gone on banjo with Steve Ludwig on guitar and David Long on mandolin. Today, we are speaking with Dr. Jonathan Finder. Dr. Finder is a professor of pediatrics at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center and a member of the Division of Pediatric Pulmonology at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Very good. Now, 
when did you start being interested in music, especially the banjo? Well, the banjo was, was something that I've, I've always liked the sound of the banjo starting early on in terms of the, you know, in the 70s where there was a lot of banjo music on the radio. It, it wouldn't be nowadays, but back then you had songs like Foggy Mountain Breakdown and, and um, the, uh, the, the, the Deliverance song, which is called uh, Dueling Banjos, was, was on. And I just loved that sound. And one day when I was in, in high school, I, um, I saw a friend of mine, his name was Steve, playing the banjo. And I thought, oh, my God, that's amazing. I didn't never I thought you had to be some kind of superhuman to be able to play this instrument. And he was playing a very respectable sounding bluegrass. And I thought, I know Steve. I mean, Steve is like me. He's a regular guy. And so I was so inspired. I said, hey, how did you do this? And he said, I took some lessons and my dad got me a banjo. And so I did that. I got my dad to buy me a banjo and I started taking lessons. And that was in 1978. So that's how many years I've been playing the banjo. Oh, that's amazing. I think banjo is such a wonderful instrument. I, I, I'm still in touch with Steve after all these years later. Well, music tends to do that to people. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Now, I had um, a great uncle who worked for NASA for about 30 years. Sent us, he was part of the Apollo 11 uh, mission. And one of the things that he told me, being astrophysicist, is that the only other profession he would have considered was being a musician. And I find that speaking to scientists, speaking to medical professionals, I presume you have a number of colleagues that are musicians, because I do find that music seemed to be not commonplace, but it's often found among medical professionals. Oh, for, for sure. And I, I usually find out about that when they say, oh, I heard you play the banjo. I'm just starting to play. Well, my friend just, just uh, made himself a, a gourd banjo, actually. And uh yeah, an old-fashioned goat skin banjo um, in the old in the African style. So yeah, there's lots of folks I know who play music and um, and and even more who love music. Certainly, um, I, I do love playing music as an avocation. Now, the current pandemic has affected musicians internationally quite severely. What do you see the impact of that to be on our society and in the medical context as well? Well. It, what has bothered me is that because of the pandemic, musicians have been kept away from my patients. That mm -hmm. um, I have, um, you know, one of the things that is St. Jude had concerts on a regular basis, outdoor concerts, and, um, and allowing people into the hospital was shut down during the pandemic. And it's just starting to come back. And so I, as I really love seeing people come in and play music for the kids, it's just a wonderful thing. And, and we do have a, a music therapy program where we have people who work for the hospital who come in and, and play some soft music. And they'll do that even in the neonatal ICU. I think that's very comforting and wonderful for the, for the babies. Uh, and I, was, I came from a home where music was always on. There was always music being played. Um, and that certainly was a big influence of mine. Um, my parents always had music playing, both folk music, classic, classical music, I mean, I was listening to Pete Seeger when I was a child and, and uh, influenced me to become a banjo player. Um, but I, it, the last few years, have been, there's been a lot less opportunities, uh, fewer opportunities for, for musicians to come and, and give concerts at Le Bonheur and at St. Jude, unfortunately. I mean, as much as I think that, that uh, music is, is incredibly important and that people are recognizing it more and more, um, I felt like they, we really we, we lost that aspect you know the, the idea of zoom 
it's fine, but um, nothing like in person. The same thing for music. No, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that was, to me, as somebody who has studied the the role that music has played throughout history in in situations where the the society starts to break down due to either pandemics or wars or any other kind of dramatic events, it was a little bit, well, it wasn't surprising because one needs to know the fact that musicians have been in so many ways neglected through the pandemic. And it just does seem that in every cycle, we need to explain to people over and over again the benefits of this, how actually helpful and, and useful would be to have music stay in people's lives, especially throughout dramatic events like that. Yeah, I have to agree that. And one of the things that was upsetting to me was um, the loss of the live music scene during that first year of the pandemic. And one of the many uh, reasons that we moved to, to Memphis was because of the live music scene. It's such a vibrant music scene here. And I, you know, whether it's Beale Street or whether it's Midtown or any form of music in this town, there's, there's music everywhere. And then suddenly it was music nowhere. And um, it was really awful. Um, and people were doing live streams, and that was fine. I was supported that. It was nice to see my friends' faces and hear the music, which was, was live in a form. But, boy, when, when we got back to playing live music again, it was just like a huge relief for me. Well, it's a, it feels like a basic, it's a basic human interaction. It's a basic part of human interaction. It's an important part of my life, I'll tell you right now.
And we've just heard Dueling Banjos by Eric Weisberg and Steve Mandel. Today we are speaking with Dr. Jonathan Finder. Dr. Finder is a professor of pediatrics at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center and a member of the Division of Pediatric Pulmonology at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, music by some in the field is also considered to be a new frontier of medical science. A lot of studies are being done and have been done by some of the top scientists at some of the top institutions, including MIT, Harvard, University of Toronto, Oxford, studying the, the benefits of music and sound on us, both physically and psychologically. Now, what do you think about that going beyond simply support uh, of mental health? Well, as a therapeutic environment or as a person to play music, there are two different aspects of music. I think that there's both that both play a role. I think what you're what you're referring to is people studying music as uh, as a as a therapeutic intervention. Is that right? Well, I think that high level professional music making is in many elements very closely tied with clinical applications of music. So my question is more general. Well, I think that that uh, again, I'm not a I'm not a, a scientist, and so I don't I can't speak to the neurotransmitter aspects of of things. I'm a pulmonologist. Um, so I think that there, that certainly, um, it, music is going to be a, a big part of of how we keep our patients feeling comfortable, comfortable, and 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 how music can be very soothing, especially during trying times. Um, certainly, it, it, music got me through some hard times when I had when I was in a very very severe um, accident and I had a broken neck and a broken femur and I was in the hospital um, in great pain. Um, music was really how I got through those times. I, I just had, I listened to music constantly because it distracted me from the pain that I was in. And uh, so I, I, I can tell you as a, I know this as a patient. Um, and I can also tell you that as a musician, I brought in music too when my, when my um, parents were with me toward their end of their lives. And when, when my mother was living in an assisted living facility, I would bring I would bring my banjo in, play for her and for her her, her colleagues there, mm -hmm. and much to their to their great joy because anyone playing live music made, made it was always so so welcome to bring up the break up the monotony and and sort of the the, the sameness of life in a facility like that. And um, I would bring in a band and sometimes play and um, you know bringing joy to people, even people with dementia. Music is such. A, a root, you know, deep, deeply ingrained aspect of our souls that even people with profound dementia are smiling and happy and appreciative. And music goes very, very deep in our skin, in our brain. And so I would, as a musician, really um, see people really coming out and made happy by, by listening to music. And uh, so that I, I, I can say both as a, a patient and then as a musician, I've, I've found that there's a joyfulness and that, that musicians bring to people in a situation like that that can be really soothing. We shall overcome We shall overcome We shall overcome 
and this was Pete Seeger and We Shall Overcome. Today we are speaking with Dr. Jonathan Finder. Dr. Finder is a professor of pediatrics at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center and a member of the Division of Pediatric Pulmonology at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Absolutely. So you play banjo. Do we get a chance to hear you play in the Memphis area? Well, I'm I'm not in a band here in this town. I was in my previous home in Pittsburgh where I I was in a band that performed a lot here. Um, I when when people ask me to sit in, I'll sit in. Uh, sometimes I'll sit in with my friends who have a um, banjo player already, but they'll say, "Hey, we're going to invite Dr. Finder to come up and play a few songs." I- I'll gladly play and sing a few songs too. So I, I I do love it. I also have house concerts in my home, so we have uh, musicians come in, and that's really fun too. And, and it's a really intimate venue, so I've had. Um, Indoor and outdoor house concerts, many actually in my home, and had one in fact just uh, this past this past Sunday, and it was a really fun fun uh, time. A really up and coming bluegrass band coming in from uh, North Carolina. Oh, wonderful! You are at you're at the hospital right now, are you? At actually, no, I'm not. I'm I'm actually in um I'm, I'm in a house that we are uh, renovating for my son, who is moving to Memphis to start medical school. I, oh, okay. I, I congratulations here. thank you very much yeah we're excited for him and and uh, he's excited to be part of the live music scene here as well he's not a musician although he's, he is studying the trumpet uh, the trombone oh, excuse me oh wonderful well the reason why i'm asking is you don't happen to have your banjo around do you no sir i do not i wish you'd warn me i would have i would have i would have brought it with me oh i i should have i should have I, I was just thinking about it but you know we can do that on another occasion. or you can find or you can link to a youtube video or two of me there's a few if you search under my name All right, we may actually just do that.
And this was Tell Me How You Came to Say Goodbye, performed by Dr. Jonathan Finder and his band. Today we are speaking with Dr. Jonathan Finder. Dr. Finder is a professor of pediatrics at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center and a member of the Division of Pediatric Pulmonology at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Dr. Finder, thank you so very much for being with us today. We will actually end our show with another tune performed by you and, on this occasion, Marina Pendleton on, on the fiddle. The tune is Clinch Mountain Backstep. Oh, it's a privilege. I'm so happy to, to join you, and uh, we'll talk some more. And so we come to the end of today's program. Our guest today was Dr. Jonathan Finder. Dr. Finder is a professor of pediatrics at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center and a member of the Division of Pediatric Pulmonology at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Until next time, stay healthy and happy and keep listening. <laughs>